1: Drew Rogers and Damon Benning on Herd at Sports Radio.
0: All right, top of the hour on coffee and cream on Herd at Sports Radio. We are live from the H and H Chevrolet Stage at the Bar and Grill. Damon Benning and Drew Rogers. Before we go any further, let's tell you about one of our fantastic sponsors. You like how I'm like, adding in some pauses here to buy myself some time here? I like you?
1: that. It's very creative. Yep.
0: And now I just gave away my, uh, my, uh, my trick to all the people out there. <laughs> but you know who isn't a trick? That is the people over at Pratt Dental. Dr. Pratt is the only dentist in Nebraska that provides the service BioClear. Pratt Dental is located in North Platte. The BioClear method and modern smile design can correct many aesthetic dilemmas in a permanent and less invasive manner than traditional treatments such as crowns. The BioClear matrix is an ultra-thin tooth-shaped form that allows permanent reconstruction of teeth with composite when used together they can maximize efficiency and aesthetic outcomes for, conservative and, for a conservative and beautiful smile. Their slogan is Creating Healthy Smiles. That's what they do over at Pratt Dental. Give them a call if you're in need of this treatment. You know, um, I was sitting back yesterday just kind of thinking more and more about conference realignment. And, you know, I came across some things that our AD over at Nebraska was saying um, in, in regards to what he kind of thinks will ultimately come from all this conference realignment talk. And it was there was an interesting model that was presented by, I think it was Stuart Mandel on The Athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, but before I give that model, this is what Trev said. Trev goes, we're moving to a 35 to 40 top brands being a part of something if you just look at football in isolation, eventually conferences will matter less in a sense. And really what he's saying there is football is just going to branch away completely, be its own thing. And then the other sports, the non-revenue sports, uh, will stay and do something to a similar collegiate format. And I'm like, hmm, okay, interesting. Where is this going? Well, the model that was launched was like a Premier League model. And for those that don't know, like, the soccer side of things, the the EPL is interesting because not only is it the top soccer league in Europe, but it's also like cool because they do promotion. Yeah, you have and to relegation. Look, you, have to, you have to
1: carry your weight,
0: right? And and you know, I thought that was interesting because if the, if we really want to go toward a Premier League model, say that you you put them in four divisions, right? You go Division A, B, C, and D. And you can try to geographically place teams accordingly, but you're probably still going to have to deal with some travel. You may just not have to go east to west coast. Um, But if you don't pull your weight and you do get relegated, and maybe that's an incentive for all the other schools that, say, aren't bringing in the big bucks to, you know, leapfrog into – what we know now as college football, the top teams of college football. Uh, And I was curious to know uh, what your thoughts were on that, because we haven't gotten into this just yet. But as we know, if you look at at least TV revenue or or at least just revenue of a team, if you're Ohio State, you make a lot more money than Northwestern throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So they would be a team there and Northwestern would be on the outside looking in. But if Northwestern has a good football team at some point in time down the road, maybe they get booted up if a team, you know, falls out of that top 40. But if you really look at over the last seven seasons, teams that drew 4 million viewers were like the Alabamas of the world in 50 games, Ohio State at 46, Michigan 40, Georgia 30, going all the way down to Penn State in the top 10 at 20. 20 games over the last seven seasons drew 4 million. Not a lot of teams do that. So that's why Trev was, like, presenting this idea of, no, maybe – Certain college football teams just need a
1: branch away. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was interesting because he said something that um, kind of gave me pause just from a reflection standpoint. He said, history has not been kind to conferences that aren't out ahead of expansion. Right, and I was just kind of thinking about that. And I, is that really was that really a thing? And I was like, oh, I think that had a lot. You know, I look at the Big Eight, the Southwestern Conference, a lot of these conferences. um, And some of it wasn't that they wouldn't necessarily take on expansion. It was that they just didn't think broad enough Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things. So that I I could definitely get on board with. But I think he's definitely on to something because I don't know if that was us. But when we were talking about conference expansion the other day, and and I was like, I I think it's too lazy of a take to say, well, Team X doesn't add value. Uh, You know, what are the revenue splits, whatever. Because I said, you have to think long term. This was actually before Oregon and Washington, so it was some time ago. And I was just thinking kind of along those lines. This is before Trev said what he said. But what I was thinking was, at the end of the day, if you fast-forward four or five years, I I think you're going to want to be part of or affiliated with as many good teams as possible. Like, ulti- like I think, ultimately, that was the vision. It's not mm-hmm. so much revenue splitting and the pie sharing. That's obviously part of it because it's money. But you I think you want the best teams go- going forward. And so if – if i'm right and you're operating under that assumption that model EPL ha- has some merit to it because and yeah, it works cuz you got to peer get off yeah you got to <laughs> peer get off the pot All right if in fact those two things go hand in hand mm-hmm. so that's interesting
0: yeah because the EPL is is cool because it's the EPL and then it's like the championship and then it's league 1 and so like it just goes down in a tier system yep. and that's how you could just pre-ranked college football teams from this point forward. Like, you could have promotion and relegation all the way down the list of like, oh, this team goes up to here now, or this team goes up to here. But when you ultimately get to the college football playoff, what have we seen over the last years? So it's the same amount of teams that are, like, featured
1: there. So my only thing with that is, uh, and I was super consistent, so, like, I apologize for saying this again. I didn't think they should have morphed into expansion until they got some conference procedural protocol in place. And you did say that early on. Like I'm, because you I, haven't
0: been a fan of going to 12. Is it a 12-team playoff? Yeah,
1: without the conferences playing by the same rules. Mm-hmm. I, I still think that's, that's a recipe because you really you didn't really solve the problem of teams 5 and 6 that didn't get in. Now you'll just be arguing about teams 8 through 12. Mm-hmm. Or what, you know. Right. Or Not 8 through 12. Twelve through or thirteen through sixteen right. or whatever, because it's not uniform in terms of. At least give me the same number of conference games played, like just just bare minimum. And I get it, right? I understand TV inventory. Mm-hmm. And, and and I and I understand. And now it may not the, matter,
0: right? Because uh, with the it, conferences being so big and now, Yeah, spread. now we'll
1: see what happens in, in the next couple of years, right? You're you're right. The the next television deals will be interesting because i'm not convinced and eight 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 i'm not so convinced that streaming will be as much of the way of the future as we think i i'm i i, I mm-hmm. have a little reservation but i mean technology and and is obviously going to play a role in that right. too, right? Like you have to be able to support the product mm-hmm. from a from an infrastructure standpoint too, right? Well, do unless we, do we want to get into loading and being on delay? Mm-hmm. Like they're they're going to have to up that game too because the more people that start to stream and I I'm, I'm sure there's a significant amount of people that are streaming. But for streaming live sports events, there will have to be some give and take Yeah, turn there. off your ESPN notifications. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, right, unless every
0: team is streaming, it's not going to work because w- at least every, every Fire Stick, every Roku that you have is paired up to a, some type some, some, of TV yeah. Yeah deal And yes, technology
1: is definitely going to have to catch up to the stream, right? World.
0: And, and you bring up a great point with delay because that's the world we live in now. If I'm watching the St. Louis Cardinals at home today, mm-hmm. what my parents are watching at home on live TV is 30 seconds ahead of what I'm seeing. Yeah, you're so sitting not, on your
1: couch and your dad's like, "Man, Arenado with the double," and it's still yeah, Arenado. I, I mean, he's, two still one dig- count. he's still yeah, yeah, in, <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah,
0: so uh, you know that that's an excellent point. But if I look, you know. Big picture, I just I agree with you. I don't know if if it can ever be done, because with how much, with how great TV revenue is for these schools, they're not going to want to go to a streaming option and, and change things up because they're still going to get the money they want from the TV big dogs.
1: You know, the, a good guinea pig will be, you know, a playoff game on Peacock in the NFL, or you know, if Nebraska has a Peacock, you know, broadcast. Mm-hmm. Like what will be.
0: You know how many people though won't or try to illegally watch that game? Oh, for sure. Because they they already spend hundreds of dollars on their cable provider. Mm-hmm. They're not going to want to spend another 20, 30 bucks to go and watch, you know, this playoff game. It's kind of like what I do with UFC. I go to a restaurant that has the UFC fight so that I don't have to pay the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like it's just what you do. And that's just what what we do as a society, we don't want to have to keep spending, spending, spending
1: just because they're, they're out there. Somebody
0: else is going to have it. And so I'm going to go and, and resort to that resource.
1: I just, I'm a, I'm a little hesitant to think that without anything changing, that streaming could really. Because look, man, Apple kind of let you know with the, whatever the tentative numbers were for the Pac 12 deal. I mean, you'd have to have a lot of folks subscribing to that service just to match half of what, you know, moving conferences and not getting full payouts would accomplish. Like, you had to have 10% of the country streaming, 12% of the country, just to get to those numbers for Apple. I, I just don't know about mm-hmm. – I just don't think that model is sustainable, at least as of right now. Right. Right, so – You know, maybe the networks come back into play? I don't know. But I I don't – At least over on the West Coast, I don't know if the networks even want to be involved. You know, if you're Nebraska, shoot, man, if you're Trev Alberts and and you're acknowledging that kind of – that Premier League model, Mm -hmm. you better hope that you're one of those programs that can put yourself in contention contention to be – Every year. To be elevated Mm -hmm. and not relegated. Right, because
0: as of right now, if you look at the teams in here across the board and you try to just point to one team that hasn't been, you know, pulling their own weight, it's Nebraska. Yeah. It's Nebraska and the teams of 28. 100%. Um, Let's change gears here because I know we're going to run out of time if we don't, if we save it for the short segment. So, Shane, let's do the six-pack now.
2: (laughs) Before we do the six-pack, by the way, wouldn't Apple or – peacock wouldn't they want to uh promote their their brand their other entities their other i mean isn't that the reason why that they're probably getting going with the football like that so they can broaden their scope with their other other uh you know products that they have i guess it's all relative but is is
1: apple such a monster where they haven't had to get into the practical application of their subscribers because so many people have Apple products. I don't I don't know enough I'm just sp- It's I'm a good just, question, yeah. Right, I'm just I'm just mm. thinking out loud. Right, because it's it's like in one there are a couple of different entities, right? If if in one hand all these people are spending money and I'm looking at our bottom line like, ooh, you know, we're Apple, we're we're this, this look at look at our right. products. Our right. you know, our our hard and software versus the actual streaming services, Mm -hmm. that's a different warehouse. Yeah, Because I don't have access. That's a different revenue stream because even though you have Apple products. Doesn't mean I have access to Apple TV. Correct. And I I would have to pay for Apple TV if I wanted it. So are you making so much here where you're willing to lose a little here? I mean, I think I may be way out of pocket. It seems like that's the way that ESPN tried to go and it eventually caught up with them. With the app mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. their features and ESPN Plus, like it it, 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 seems like they eventually reached a point of, of, diminishing returns. Right. Would a company like Apple experience that? I think on some level, it's unless all relative, you c- unless right?
0: you combine a bunch of things like ESPN did. So, like when Disney bought out ESPN, now it's ESPN Plus, it's Disney Plus, and it's Hulu packaged together in yeah. one deal. So maybe Apple TV. Do you have enough does inventory something. to offer. That's That's the question. And now Apple could go out and buy something. They could go out and buy Paramount Plus if they wanted to, or they could go out and buy Showtime and like pair something together so mm. it, it intrigues you in more interest than one because that's how that's how Disney really gets the bulk of their money. I don't get Disney Plus because I want to go home and watch Snow Pocahontas White. Or right? yeah. I have Disney Plus because, okay, well— You want what comes with it. Right. I have Hulu because I, I have shows that I like on Hulu. I have ESPN Plus, which I watch all the time. When hockey is on TV, when NHL is on TV, I'm always on ESPN Plus. And if I'm around my niece, boom, now I have Disney Plus for the kids. Would you go the way of sports a la carte? I would love to, but I don't know if that would ever be a thing because TVs would lose out on so many other things in regards to money. I would love to. I would love to just be able to pick my channels. I've talked about this forever. I don't know why a TV company doesn't, but it's because uh, I, I don't know if you can really compete like that. I don't know if you can buy just one channel.
1: You'd be, you'd be, it'd be the
0: whole volume versus... I would much rather do a la carte, though. Mm-hmm. I wish you could. The world today, we should be able to. But in, until one person does it, they're making a ton of money altogether.
1: But, I mean, you'd, got, you'd have... <clears throat> excuse me. And I know we're getting ready to start a six-pack here, Shane. But you'd have to think that would a la carte in terms of the television packages be like a la carte at a restaurant where you know it's more mm-hmm. expensive if you don't get it included in the meal. That's true. It's very true. If I want the extra side of mac and cheese or whatever.
0: How good is the mac mm-hmm. and cheese?
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I have some reservations about what the streaming services will be able to do. Just because we have to be able to support it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, I'm, and I'm talking about like the technical side of it. Because the product was going to suffer. It has to. I just don't know like if 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 they can like the volume would have to be overwhelming. Like how am I not going to be loading? Like what if your Wi-Fi is down? Yep. It's another great point. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Can you imagine? I, I would, I, because I, this is what happens all the time when you see videos. You're it, there's 30 seconds left in the game. Your team's driving. No, not even. Let's just say there's 4 and, seconds left and, in the game and you're and you're, you're, about to, you're lining up for a field goal, yeah. right? And all of a sudden, you get the buffer ring, right? And then five seconds later, you're trying to refresh the stream, and you see your kicker celebrating.
1: Yeah, my buddy, Omaha Ryan, he said – I just dubbed him Omaha Ryan. He's really just RP. He's Caleb's agent. He says, I'm pissed that the NFL ticket is streaming now. The latency is Mm -hmm. a huge problem, and it isn't going to get any better. Like, I, I get fantasy football updates before touchdowns are
0: actually scored because I have Sunday tickets.
1: Huh. There's got to be something out there though. Mm-hmm. I mean, first we thought it was like fiber optic, but that's the only
0: way I can like watch those games sometimes, right? It's the well, same one, thing one, 100%. with one hundred percent with MLB. Is like,
1: it? what what will the pushback be when, when Nebraska plays on Peacock? <laughs> it's Maryland, right? It's Peacock. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine? Well, would you rather spend you know fifty
0: bucks to get you know whatever for that day, or are you just taking the family on a road
1: trip and you're spending a little extra to go watch them in person? <laughs> I don't know, but that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that will be a and, – and Nebraska gets huge viewership numbers. And that's why they're, uh, you know, embodied the, with the gonna, rest. It's going to be the peacock flex and people are going to lose their minds. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, people already lose their minds over the apple t v baseball broadcasts oh wow, oh, the it. broadcasters are horrible, and <laughs> oh the the it's just it's just poor baseball like they just don't the camera angles the way they switch it's not the same like you see it with your regular yes. network provider
2: it's gonna be interesting well, it's different different uh people doing it I mean that is what it is
1: yeah i that's to to land the plan I guess that's why I'm a little'm a smidge mm-hmm. Leary over the devin Leary yeah. Yes, yes, Devin Leary. Dennis Leary? Dennis, too. What's he doing now? Is he still alive? I don't know. Maybe. Terrible at that game. That's what we should do. We should just dead or alive. Dead or alive. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) new one. (laughs) Trent would be wearing me out.
0: (laughs) I don't know if Trent's all about dead or alive people, but we could see. I don't know if we
1: can make the six-pack.
0: We definitely can, but we could maybe start it. Shane,
2: I will try to do a better job reading so it doesn't take forever. <laughs>
1: All right, Jay. Where's Sasha at, PB,
2: at Pinnacle Bank when we? Meet I her. just won't drink as much, even though I, what I do drink. Cam, I, I will calling enjoy
1: in it. Cam. Yeah, just keep the belching to a minimum. Time now for the Sports Six Pack, presented by Zipline Brewing Company, makers of dear old Nebraska Brew, the official beer
0: of Nebraska alumni. Mm, and the beer we are pushing, Can Opener Tropical Ale. The guava hints, the uh, citrus hints in this brew. It's the perfect summer beer. We're on the tail end. You can still enjoy a Can Opener Tropical Ale. Find <laughs> it at any of your favorite stores or uh, any zipline location.
2: Shayner
1: Question number one. It's always a good time, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Noon somewhere. <laughs> Ken on U- YouTube, how much did... Pre- how much did pressure as the chosen one affect Taylor Martinez and injuries? He was still just a freshman slash young player, had COVID year.
0: Uh, was he the chosen one? Was he considered the chosen one or was Scott Frost really the chosen
1: one? <laughs> <laughs> no, he he will to the pressure. <laughs> See I I don't think I don't think Taylor Martinez had that pressure. Right. Did you say Taylor and not Adrian? Mm -hmm. I said Taylor. That's what it says. Taylor. Uh, I don't because Taylor won the job in the offseason. He kind of came from off the radar. He was a guy that came in to play free safety. He was in camp and all of a sudden they put him on the other side of the ball and he made like a thousand plays and Coach Planey was like, oh, man, I think we may have something here. He kind of came from off the grid, but maybe to repeat the first year was where the Where's where the pressure Now, went. was the was the question meant, though, for Adrian? Because that would be the COVID year. Yeah.
0: So should it be Adrian? Was it meant to be Adrian and not
1: Taylor? Could be, because that would make sense. That's why I just wanted clarity. Right. If it is Adrian. Because I was wondering why
0: you asked the question. Then I'm like, wait a second.
1: <laughs> if it is, in fact, Adrian with the COVID year, I think, yeah, the pressure for a repeat performance definitely mounted. And you're talking about a guy that had spent – he'd missed – the previous two years of playing football and had never won a ton, mm-hmm. right? I, I, I definitely think he was on Heisman lists.
0: And that was the thing. Like, you know, the hype was building for him, mm-hmm. but I don't know if the team was ready for that hype just yet. Yeah. And I don't think it was an Adrian problem. I think it was
1: just an overall team problem. That was so QB-centric. A combination of
2: both, but, yeah, the pressure didn't help. Go ahead, Shane, fit one more. Question number two. Stephen in Omaha. I'm from Minneapolis, and Kirk Cousins absolutely doesn't suck. You don't even have one good reason to back that up. Get off my lawn! <laughs> All right, Stephen.
0: Um, wait. Okay. So what? What's what? Okay. You want one reason?
1: He's only getting me 15 <laughs> points in fantasy. <laughs>
0: Uh, what what is Kirk Cousins' record in prime time? Like twelve twenty. Oh, and 20? Here, here, here we go. It, 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 would you say that record's good, DB? I'm I'm just asking, just man to man. For a friend, is that record? No, good? the record's not great. Um, yeah, would you say it sucks? That yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins sucks. There you go,
2: Stephen. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> get off my lawn.
1: Oh, where's Mr. Kowalski when I need him? <laughs> All right, yeah. I
0: appreciate the I appreciate the uh, statement, though it wasn't really a question. It was just a statement. <laughs> Is that a plan? Are you Josh Fleeks? Uh, I just had to shave off a pound before I came back the next day. Wow. <laughs> all right, so we got four more questions to get to. We'll get to those when we come back. Don't worry, your questions await. As long as they're all questions, we still have Michael Bruns to close out the show at 9:45. So stick around for him. He's got bragging rights. Definitely does. <laughs> I, de- I definitely don't. I ate nothing. <laughs> I ate nothing. <laughs> you know how many runs I scored in the first inning? Four. You know how long I lasted? One out. We'll be back with the rest of the six-pack.